J.M. in the A.M. Wednesday morning. We had the honor of speaking to the brilliant Caroline Glick while we were in Israel. Now we're back in the U.S. and we get an opportunity again, Baruch Hashem. She's the keynote speaker, and for that reason alone, you should all be at the One Israel Fun Dinner coming up on November the 6th as uh, we continue to support a cause that is there for the people of Yesha 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all year round. So important to support. They have amazing honorees, which we'll go through as soon as we um, conclude our discussion. And uh, you're all invited. You're all invited to be there November the 6th and to help support the One is Real Fun. Go to oneisrealfun.org, oneisrealfun.org, or dial 516-239-9202, 516-239-9202. Caroline Glick, the brilliant journalist and author who you can read at the Jerusalem Post, you can read on her website, you can read in, in many, many places, uh, is with us live via telephone from Israel. An honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Hi, great to be on your show. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. You know, a few minutes ago we had like a debate, a discussion here about the Democratic Party here in the U.S. and uh, whether this um, movement of um, uh, uh, of um, a lack of support or less support, let's put it, for Israel um, is just an aberration, a small exception, or if it's a real trend that can get really dangerous for those who are concerned about Israel. How do you view what's happening in the Democratic Party vis-a-vis Israel here in the U.S.? I consider it to be a very, very worrying uh, phenomenon, and I don't think that it's a flash in the pan. I think that this is something that has been deliberately promoted by a lot of people who are trying to undermine the basis of American support for Israel, American Jewish support for Israel, people working to undermine the support of the evangelical community for Israel, which is even more uh, of a threat. And I think that this is not something that's going away. Um, We see the progressive radicalization of the Democratic Party, and part and parcel of that process is uh, growing anti-Semitism in the uh, party ranks, in the grassroots, that's being reflected in uh, increasing hostility towards Israel among senior Democratic lawmakers and and, uh, and officials. So I think, and and the shocking thing about the the American Jewish uh, position on this is that rather than standing up to their uh, to this to this phenomenon in their in their party and fighting it, the American Jews are going along with it. This is in stark contrast to European Jews, to British Jews, to French Jews, who are demanding that their political parties um, fight anti-Semitism. Here, you see American Jews embracing it. Hmm, never thought of it that way. Excellent point. Caroline Glick with us. We'll get to the One Israel Fund in a moment. First, I'd like your reaction to Jordan's decision this week to adjust, withdraw, uh, to uh, to cancel part of the peace treaty with Israel. Okay. So, um, it's funny, I'm just writing about this right now for Breitbart, and um, one of the things we have to realize is that, you know, uh, I mean, uh, King Abdullah is touted as a moderate, not because he is, but because he's completely dependent for the survival of his regime on the United States and Israel. And just by that virtue, he's considered to be a dependable ally. And since he's a dependable ally, he's considered a moderate. But the problem with it is that Jordanian society under uh, the King Abdullah is not at all moderate. Um, They're deeply, deeply anti-Semitic, deeply anti-Israel. Uh, anti-American. Uh, just uh, two years ago, uh, three American uh, 
soldiers uh, were killed by Jordanian jihadists when they were trying to return to their base along the border, uh, the, on the Jordanian side of the tri-border area with Iraq and Syria. Um, and, uh, and we covered over, but for the past several months, there have been major riots throughout the country against King Abdallah with the crowds. And they're not all exclusively Islamists. There are people also Islamists. There are a lot of Islamists in Jordan as they are throughout the Arab world, but they're uh, accusing Abdallah of uh, corruption and of fraud and of graft and his royal family of living, um, you know, like billionaires when the people of Jordan are starving. Yeah. And so they're sort of in this uh, revolutionary atmosphere, and they have been for a long time, and the situation is only exacerbating. So rather than try to enact economic reforms and growth policies, uh, the king instead is using the old Jew card. And so to try to buy the support, even temporarily, of the Jordanian people who are increasingly turning against him, the king is simply doing the cheap trick of attacking Israel in the hopes of uh, keeping them at bay. The old find the common enemy, and of course he easily found it. He just had to look next door. Caroline Glick is with us live via telephone, keynote speaker. One Israel Fund dinner coming up November the 6th. We're recommending that everybody get to the website at oneisraelfund.org, oneisraelfund.org, or dial 516-239-9202. It's almost unfair that I ask you this question because I would assume that uh, uh, that the majority of your keynote uh, speech on November the 6th is going to discuss it, but uh, whatever you could say to this audience to encourage them to be there on November the 6th would be welcome. Uh, How would you describe the importance of Yesha, Judea, and Samaria to the past, present, and future of the Jewish people? You know, the One Israel Fund is a really important organization because it's willing to buck the trends in the American Jewish community and has been doing so since it was established in 1994, right after the Oslo process began, and saying, no, we don't, we don't buy into this political correctness. We don't buy into this sort of uh, uh, kumbaya attitude about uh, the Arab world and their uh, position towards Israel, nor do we think that it's uh, reasonable to turn our backs on Jewish history and Jewish heritage uh, in order to make a, some sort of a, a phony peace with terrorist organizations, as everybody else seems to do know. When everybody else is running away from support for the uh, half million Israelis who live in Judea and Samaria, the One Israel Fund ran towards us. I can say us because three years ago, I, my family uh, we moved to Efrat in uh, Gush Etzion. Um, but uh, uh, you know, they they uh, are honoring my very close friend Mark Provisor, who is in charge of all of their security projects, and they are the ones who have been installing all of the security equipment necessary to prevent infiltrations of terrorists into uh, Israeli communities in Judea and Samaria. They've saved countless lives through their actions, and they've just, um, you know, when you have the uh, uh, Jewish agency, the UJA, the federations, et cetera, et cetera, in uh, taking the money given to them by American Jews and and, and then um, out of concern for political correctness, spending millions and millions of dollars donated by American Jews uh, to uh, to sustain and to uh, support Arab-Israeli communities in Israel and the Galilee, which are increasingly becoming anti-Israel, anti-Zionist, and even anti-Semitic and pro-Islamist. You know, you have the What Israel Fund saying, "No, we're giving our money to people who 
who we love and to empower the people of Israel, to protect the people of Israel. It's an extremely important organization, and I think it's important to, to make the organization as well known and as well supported uh, as possible and give it the widest, um, widest footprint in the United States as, as possible because it really is an organization that has, has, has um, upheld the need to stand with the Israelis, come thick or come thin, to uh, act as brothers to the brothers and sisters in Israel and support them no matter what, even when it's not politically convenient to do so. So I love the One Israel Fund, which is why, you know, they're flying me in the morning of the conference, and I'm flying out the night after because I have to be back here with my kids. So, <laughs> you know, I, I'm taking this on because I think it's that important. You know, you, you, you mentioned Mark, and we consider him a real Jewish hero. And I'm just thinking in all your years in Israel since you made Aliyah, you've met a lot of reg- well, who, who normally would be referred to as regular people who, in fact, are real Jewish heroes. And now that you're in Efrat, you're, you're actually neighbors with a lot of Jewish heroes and a lot of pioneers for the Jewish people. Well, you know, the truth is that there are a lot of Jewish heroes and a lot of Jewish pioneers everywhere in Israel. Right. But, um, you know, but I think that it's just uh, we have such good lives here as Jews. There, we have so much privilege here uh, in Israel to be living here and raising our children in, in the one Jewish state as free and proud Jews here. Um, that, you know, it's hard to think that, gosh, you know, it's a, it's a mitzvah to support us, but it is a mitzvah to support us because the stronger we are, um, the more secure the Jews of Israel are, the more secure the Jews of the diaspora are. And moreover, you know, it, it, supporting, supporting the Jews in Israel is also a way to uh, stand up for yourselves as Jews and say, look, we're, we, are, we are with our brothers and sisters in Israel, and we understand the importance of Israel, and we want to be part of Jewish history, and we realize that Jewish history is really unfolding today in Israel. And we want to tie our fortunes to that, and you can do that by making Aliyah, and you can do that by supporting the people in Israel who are really working every day to secure and to uh, and to um, facilitate a good life here in Israel for the Jewish people for generations to come. We admire your amazing passion for Israel and the Jewish people and very much look forward to November 6th to hear your keynote speech. Caroline Glick, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you, and I just, just want to urge everybody, come on out to the dinner. I'd love to meet you. A hundred percent, and yet take advantage, everybody. It's amazing to meet Caroline in person and to speak to her about what she writes and, uh, and the work that she does. And uh, I'm just reminding everyone, go to oneisraelfund.org, oneisraelfund.org, dial 516-239-9202, 516-239-9202. The One Israel Fund is recognizing, as Caroline said, some amazing people. In addition to Mark Provisor, um, who has been uh, on this show and has uh, described his work to us and, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is truly a Jewish hero. Uh, Dr. Stephen and Jackie Herman are going to get the Bonet Yisrael Award. Dr. Irwin and Donna Asman and Ellie and Mila Berman will together receive the Hakarata Tov Award. Uh, David and Aurora Mossberg will receive the Manigut Irim Award as Young Leaders of the Future. And um, uh, Ben Brafman is going to serve as Master of Ceremonies. Cantor Joel Kaplan will be there as well to perform. It is going to be one very, very special night. And again, the keynote speaker, 
Caroline Glick. Do everything in your power to be at the One is Real Fun dinner. It's coming up on November the 6th, uh, 6.30 p.m. at 3.60 in New York City. All the information is online. You can even register for the event online. Go to oneisrealfun.org. Oneisrealfun.org or use the good old-fashioned telephone, 516-239-9202, 516-239-9202. My thanks to Caroline Glick. You will next see her and hear from her as keynote speaker at the One Israel Fun Dinner, November the 6th here in New York City. You're listening to JM in the AM. <laughs> 